the House of Run podcast. What are you into these days? Mostly running, now. Running. Yeah. Look at the house! Look at the Welcome back, everyone, to the House of Run podcast. House of Run at gmail.com is the email address. My name is Kevin. His name is Jason. Episode 701. Is that right? Did I? We were 700 last week. I think we were 700 last week, right? Yeah. I'm losing track. We probably said it last week, but it's a Thursday evening. We're back to recap. We're going to get the 700 meter world record holder, but I don't know who that was. Rudisha. Dave Rudisha, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Dave Rudisha. That's a, it's a no brainer. London 2012. He also has the 650 and the 750 that he knocked out in one race. We're talking Monaco, Diamond League, London Diamond League. We're getting set for Worlds. We have no more Diamond Leagues until Worlds. Shelly and Fraser Price is back, Jason. Boom. And we'll read some emails. Got a whole bunch of emails that are all terrific and i'll read all of them and i'm gonna play some songs too because we have some world records we have some american records and that's what we do on the show when there's the highest farthest fastest performance a human has ever seen is that right exactly that yes highest fastest farthest human yeah exactly yeah not uh it was best performance by an American citizen or relay yeah, team. Yeah, or a relay team composed of American citizens. Which they have technically changed that rule since the Mondo thing. That song technically needs to be updated, mm. right? Because Mondo's an American citizen, but he competes Can you for Sweden. update perfection, though? No, like, no, I, don't. It's, I don't it's, want Yeah, I, I, you know, I just think it's it's a perfect time capsule. It's what it was, you know? Yeah. We just we just have to say, hey, it was a different time. Yeah, we understand. Like when Pluto was a planet and things like that. Is Pluto a planet again? I don't know. I can't even keep track of this stuff. Okay, call in uh, to the hotline. Tell us, do you think Pluto should still be a planet, yeah, or is, is it a planet? A planet. Uh-oh. Also, is Pluto TV free was the next thing. Pluto um, TV, is that a thing? P-L-U-T-O? That's apparently a thing. Okay. Uh, Pluto is a dwarf planet, apparently we're calling it. Yeah, now. they re- it got relegated. Isn't that what yeah. happened? Much like my beloved. Yeah, it was a planet, then it wasn't a planet. Now I think it's a dwarf planet. Okay, so. but it still says planet in the title, correct? I that to me that's a planet. A win is a win. That's what Pluto's saying. The, the Pluto PR team was just celebrating when it got <laughs> got the word that there's still a planet. Okay, Monaco. You want to start? Yeah. With, you want to start with the mile, the women's mile? We called it. I called it. You called it. Of course, it. it was pretty obvious. Faith Least surprising be- world record. Uh, was Ever? it? Maybe there was one that we've probably said that phrase before. But I this, mean, I've this one wasn't surprising. It was gone. I guess Sydney at Worlds last year. Uh, uh, I would have bet any amount of money that was going to happen. Yeah. As I was watching, as it was leading up to it, I was uh, hanging out with some of my my Danville friends. I remember, and I we were all drinking and having a good time. And I said, "Guys, we have to watch this hurdle race." And shout I said, out to Hampton. She's going to set a world record. Because it was absolutely certain, but I would have said the same thing about Faith Kipke going. So well, I, I think you would have said it because if Sydney was running the 350 meter hurdles, then you would have been even more confident. That's, that's what point. this. That's what this was. We already saw her run. Faith already ran 349. Yeah, she ran faster than this technically, right? Yeah, like, kind of, yeah. So. It's it's very close. For yeah, it's almost identical. But the thing that's impressive is she didn't need to run this fast to get the world record. 
but she put out an equivalent performance. So now the women's mile world record is in line it with the women's 1500. Unreachable. Yeah. Yeah. And if you needed any evidence <laughs> that it was unreachable, watch this race and she's winning by it's... almost seven seconds. And every... well, the other women were crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, oh, this was a bunch of scrubs. This was no. a, a loaded field. Um, who just got dominated, but also who all like were within a couple seconds of the old world record. Yeah, the old record was four twelve, and second place was four fourteen, fourteen something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it was. So we had. Uh, we'll have to play all these songs too. It's going to be a lot of songs. We have an Irish record, you know, world record, a Kenyan record too, uh, a British record, an Aussie record, an American record. And then we have a French record and a Venezuelan record. Well, we've got all those songs, so we're going to see you in 25 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know what you can add to the Kipigon discourse other than she's just a gigantic favorite in the 1500, and I'm really glad she's doubling because we will get to see her twice. And I think after she broke the world record in the 5,000, she's got to be do you th- is, is anybody saying she's not the favorite in the No, five? she's the favorite. Okay. So yeah. we could be looking at a very unexpected double. We didn't come into the year thinking 15-5 for Faith. No, that's a it's a good point. I was even thinking after this, I was like, okay, so she's going to win gold in the 15, obviously. Um, you know, I'd say, yeah, she's, she's a, a good bet to win the gold in the five. But let's say she just wins gold in the 15. Let's say that's the only thing that happens. Is there any way she's not the athlete of the year? In that scenario, because I don't see it. I think she's definitely the front runner right now. I think it's pretty much all that comes down to worlds. So she's able- but it's like she's gonna win gold. Th- I mean, she gets the gold double. Literally, I don't. I don't care. It's over. If it's, over. it's over. Anybody you know sets other world records. It doesn't matter. She's you know she's she's done everything humanly possible. But even even if she just wins gold. That's a single gold. Like I just, I don't know what anyone else can do. She needs, There's no one on her level. She needs two more awesome races, and that's all she needs. If she wins the 15, she wins the five. She only needs one, it. but I'm, she's she's gonna have to. But I think she only needs one. Well, I'm saying if she does two, though, like what if this is not gonna happen? But what if a Jakob occurs, and she somehow gets beat in the 1500, which is impossible, and then she wins the five. Then I still think she's the athlete of the year, but yeah. it would be but it's, crazy not, that it happened. She's not going to lose. That's the thing. It's no, no. Silly There's literally. Silly. I mean, injury is the only thing possible. Um, and she's she's just yeah, she's too good. It's I mean, the guy, right? It's, it's the guy, and that's it, pretty much. It's not even the guy. I mean, it's it's credit to the guy. She's incredible, but like it's it's almost unfair to even. But she's run some. She's run some possible. quick times. She'll she would be in that gap. Oh, I mean, Sagai is a big silver medal favorite, but she's a lot closer to third than she is to first. Yeah, I'm looking up. Did Ethiopia name their marathon team? Okay, here we go. Because she may not. Oh, this is 2001 article. That's not helpful at all. Wow. Do you want to know who made the Ethiopian World Championship in 2001? Because <laughs> it popped up in World Athletics. 10,000. Highly Gabrielsolasi. This is a good stump sully. Uh, I would not have got a lot of these right. I mean, if you pulled off the 2001 Ethiopian team, that I, I think... <laughs> yeah, I'd retire. I just yeah, that's just it, you know? Yeah, I think you'd reach the pinnacle of, of running podcasting. I mean, we have the trials results for the 10K, but in any event. And see, 
Sagai won that, so she might be doing ten five. She may not even be, do- and Safan's not going to do it. Um, it's just it's going to be a route. It's going to be a route for sure. And even if the best people ran, it would still be a route. She's that good. It's just ridiculous watching these races. She's got the this world record approach, similar to Genzebe Baba. Except she gets them all the time, and, and she gets the medals. And, and yes, exactly. And she's got the 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 winning uh, part of this equation down, which not a lot of athletes have. So three I mean, four- she's she's slowly. I guess it depends how long she does this, but she's slowly working her way up. Just the best runners of all time. Like she's she's it's it, you know because the because the fifteen hundred mile conversation is long dead. Um, it's just going to be a matter of like how high she gets on the best runners ever conversation. Well, and I think the five will be interesting because she'll have the 15 in her legs. Yep. If Sagai runs it, she's obviously legit. G'day, if she runs it, she pushed Kipiega onto the line. She'll be there. Hassan was third in that London 5K. Not sure if she'll run the 5,000, but that'll be the one to watch. That'll be the one. Oh, that'll be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I, she will go in as the favorite, especially if, you know, if she wins the 1500, she'll go in as a huge favorite, but that, that could get pretty, that could get pretty interesting in terms of, uh, what sort of race is run. Now I think well, she'd then, be fine. Then you either. have to like, if you're the other women, like, like you have to push her, right? Like you can't no, wait around. You don't because she ran, she's run 1405. No, I, but like, so, I guess your only hope is like that something to got taken out of her legs from a, speed standpoint i guess but i i mean again it might just be one of those things there's nothing you can actually do but if you're just if you decide to run 1450 with by far the fastest 1500 meter runner ever yeah in her prime not good idea you just you're also asking for trouble so that that's why i really like it because I, i don't know what the answer is i mean you could have four women who try to run 1410 and you see what happens i i don't know there's just yeah, you're right. There's no good plan, but in the five, there's just a lot of women there who have won before at different levels. Yeah, and I just she hasn't conquered the five yet in a championship. No, because she's only for sure, it for sure twice. So there's going to be, I think there's going to be more resistance there because someone like Sagai goes in and thinks I can I can win this like. And and oh, there'll it, be five women on the line thinking they can win it. Yeah, exactly. Whereas deep down <laughs> in the mile, the nobody 15, believes it. Nobody believes it. Four oh seven. As I mentioned, I, sh- I knew she'd run this thing fast. I didn't know how fast, and then inevitably, I knew there'd be some sub four talk, which I think is very far away. Obviously, yeah. But here's the thing that's interesting. Same thing with the why we thought breaking two was so fun is because it allowed that optimization to happen with all the pacing and in a men's marathon, you're really only getting to 30 K usually with some help. Right. Just thought it was interesting. Okay. What could Kipchoge do with help women? It's even, you know, like, well, I guess it's kind of the same. It's like you run out of pacers at a certain point. Yeah. She, she gets two and a half laps. Exactly. Exactly. So it would be fun to see, how much faster she could go if she had either, you know, another athlete hop on or uh, someone male pace setter, whoever, like go 
1500 meters with her of the six yeah perfect nine. perfect scenario yeah i, I mean I, I think she's you know i think she's sub 405 like in that scenario where she gets someone to push her in the late stages maybe she gets to 403 wow you think sub four seconds four seconds quicker i i just i don't know like i think like if everything and then you know she ran 407 here i i mean she put forth obviously a full effort but like let's say it's just again everything's perfect on the day you you do the perfect everything you do the perfect pacing and then you get all of that like that's where i think it's 403 404 but i'm just saying that to say even that like i just don't think you can get that much closer like 403 would be incredible of course but that's still you know three and a half four seconds away from from the sub four but i i if if kip yagon wanted to do it um you know post olympics or something next year and she's still running like this like yeah. of course I'm I'm in. They went through 800 at so it was it was the Pacers were 61-7-204-1 and then Kipiegon led at 1200 uh 60 or 306-66. So she, her, those are pretty perfect. Yeah, yeah, but it also shows you how much of a challenge getting under 4 would be when you're going through and yeah, in it's 204. Just... But also, she's closing quick. She's closing. She so she closed in 203. What would that be? What the heck? Where'd this go? Uh, two, yeah, 203.5 or 203.6, something like that. So she went faster that second. Well, I guess it's a mile, not 1600. So, yeah, yeah whatever. Carry the one, cross multiply, divide by two. Um, I just, yeah, it would just be fun. It would be fun to see a full out paced effort just to see how much time would come up i don't think because this is monaco so that's helping the pacing was awesome already yeah she had to do a little bit more than you you could get a little bit more out of it but if it's not in monaco if it's not in the middle of the season maybe all that nets out to not that much of an improvement maybe it's only a 406 or something but it would just still be fun to have a number around it so people could see oh this is how close women are to this uh to this barrier or this one woman is to this barrier. I should yeah, say I was to say, I was like, that's the thing is like, people might go, Oh, see women are getting closer. It's like, well, Kip Yagon's getting closer. But we like, said that I, about Kip Choge. And then now it's true. Kelvin Kip to him is almost breaking his world record. So that's true. I'm not, and it's not to say anybody else couldn't do this because there's amazing athletes all the time, but it's when you have like complete transcendence, it's just not easy to count on the next person to just like just pick up where you left off right like there could be a bolt like drop off mm-hmm. um after the fact yeah and yeah we just don't know obviously so let's play that world record song for the third time this year for faith keep Aegon. It's a world record The likes of which has never been seen It's a world record Highest, fastest, farthest a human's ever achieved Wouldn't believe if I told you Go to YouTube and I'll show you Got results to verify Soon it will be ratified Well, it's a world record The likes of which has never been seen Well, it's a world record 
highest, fastest, farthest a human's ever achieved. Well, it's a world record. Well, it's a As I mentioned, national records all down this list. Jason, um, 4.14 was second place with uh, Kira McGeehan. I mean, they all were kind of jam-packed there, two through eight, from McGeehan to Cranny. Nikki Hiltz broke the American record, 4.16.35. Hiltz has been absolutely rolling. Yeah. U.S. title, and now... The American record, that time equates three fifty eight, somewhere in the three fifty seven to three fifty seven high to three fifty nine range, just to give you an idea of where that sits. So not entirely surprising. No, it, that it Hiltz seems could about right. <laughs> run, yeah, that, that that Hiltz could run <laughs> it, or anybody else in this range, like fifth place Jessica Hull with the. Aussie record and actually the area record for a hole Ooh, too. So that's another go. Oceania record. So put that one on the board. Not not surprising really that that hole could run that time or ob- especially Mirror. I would say Mirror. That, that that's like a average race for Mirror. Yeah, and then Cr- Cranny. I think the impressive part is, is just the range. She did the five and the ten at USA's with a crazy kick, and then she <laughs> goes and runs a, a four sixteen. Mile. She had run 359 for 1500. But yeah, again, not not entirely surprising. More just like an indication of the depth right now in the in the uh, the women's 1500. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's. <clears throat> I mean, Kip, you know, we talked already about how you know much of a favorite Kip Yagon is, but um, you're right. The depth is there. Um, depending, yeah, I guess who else is in that 15 though? The 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 race for medals could get really interesting. I mean, we yes. obviously last year it was like. First big gap, second gap, third gap. You know, but like I, I, I don't, I don't think it'll be that. I mean, Mirror could absolutely do that with Sagai. Like you know, that, that wouldn't be shocking. But I think there's more talent, and uh, I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be close. All right, before we move on, the first of two playings of the American Record song. This time for Nikki Hiltz. Hey man, did you see that record? No, not a world, but an American record. Maybe it was a world record, too. It was the best performance by an American citizen or a relay composed of American citizens and an athletics event within the United States or abroad. Hey man, did you see that American record? Man, we have a million races to talk about, and yeah. we spent about fifteen minutes on one of them. So it's true. We also talked forty-five minutes before we started recording. Right. So this is we're we're hitting our stride. We're an hour in. If people are wondering why the show is so good right now. Because we found our groove. We're not. You didn't watch us warm up. You're seeing us mile two or three of the tempo run, <laughs> and we're just cruising. Let's stick around though. In Monaco, you shared your notes with me, and they are sometimes difficult to decipher. But I think the next race I want to talk about is the men's foreign hurdles. Warholm, 
Diamond League record, number four all time, 46-51, and the return of Allison Dos Santos. What was your takeaway from this race? Yeah, Warholm goes, what, 100th faster than he did earlier this year. He's improving. Um, still looks, yeah, he still looks amazing. Um, obviously, he just looks great. I, You know, Dos Santos, I mean, at 47.6, is nothing wrong with that. I think I said he was going to run like 47 low last week um, just because he, he ran a pretty good 400. But it's it's early. I I, I still think, you know, Warholm's a, a pretty decent favorite um, just because the dude's run 46.5 twice. And, you know, I, I think... He has a real shot to beat his world record um, at Worlds, so uh, I expect Dos Santos to get you know even better and get good, and and I still will be near the top of my list of uh, races I want to watch at Worlds. I thought Dos Santos looked. He was there most of it. Like it was the last. Good. Yeah, he had yeah. some bobbles too, and I think he can correct the bobbles. Yeah, I think the fitness is coming around. I just. I don't know if he has enough time, and I don't even know if he had all the time in the world, if he's going to be able to beat a in-form. Like, top, top. Yeah, maybe maybe at his best, Warholm. Like, Warhol, Warholm looks like he might be able to break his world record in Budapest. I, I think so. I think he's going to. And that's um, that's bananas. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, at the time, we you, you always wonder that sometimes, especially with an outlier time. Like, will that be the best they'll ever run? But, man, it's... And he's, you know, he's over a half second away still. But the fact that he's done 46.5 twice, um, obviously faster than he ran that whole year um, when he set the set the record. Um, and I just think, you know, you get the Worlds. He gets his pre-race heart rate up to like 230 or so. He's going to be in, <laughs> in good shape. Put a heart rate monitor on Carson Warhol. Oh, my God. I'd love to see his hype up just like where he's at. Uh, okay, so... Women's 400, Sydney didn't run, so that was a bummer. We won't spend a ton of time on that. Shrieka yeah, Jack- a few women went sub four, uh, sub 50, which was fine. But, yeah, but, uh, I mean, bummer with Sydney. I, I'm not surprised, though. Yeah. it's, it's if She doesn't run. That's, it's you know. take every precaution yeah. time of the year. And then you have the- I, I, I don't accept it as like, oh, no, good call. I think it's lame as hell, but I'm not surprised. But what if she was hurt? I don't believe she was. Maybe she is. I don't believe it. Well, I think she was hurt. It's just she a, it, never runs. It's just she a, just never, ever runs. It's just a degree of hurt, I think, is the, yeah. is the question. Everyone's hurt, you know, or hurt or injured. What is it? You know, I always forget which one's which. But. Oh, right. Like the difference between hurt and injured? Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody's hurt, not everybody's injured. Is that I right? I think that's what it is, right? Yeah. Because hurt is right. somehow supposed to be, wow, you're like channeling the like a JV football coach. This is exactly. Like, Get that's out a, there it's, and run. It's some, it's some bad football quote or something. I don't know. but Well, she went, the reason why... I mean, I I think she did have like something flare up because she went all the way out there, and I know Monaco's awesome to go to, and it looks like a great place. But like, <laughs> I don't think you fly all the way out there and just be like, "Yeah, I'm good." But it, but then again, if this was World Championships, would she have run? Absolutely, of course. But that's but that's I, like I said, I'm sure I there was know. like a, you know, whatever it was, two percent. Yeah, below below a hundred percent, you know, kind of thing where it was like, ah, I'm not feeling perfect, so I'm not going to run. Yeah, and she has no problem pulling out of races. Men's five was fast. Every men's five this year has been fast. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of crazy, actually. Yeah. Three guys like twelve forty is the new twelve fifty, which was the old thirteen ten, which was the way back in the day twelve fifty. So we've kind of gone around the circle here. Uh, Gebrowet wins it. I, there's so many people running fast. I don't 
it's all I don't cancel- know it's, that's the thing it's canceling itself I, out it's so weird i'm like okay whatever six dudes ran 1240 another few broke 13 i have nothing to like say about this race other than like I, i'm really excited to see the final because yeah there's so much there. talent and there's so much depth and Jakob. but like mm-hmm. and i think it's gonna i mean worlds is gonna be fast <laughs> like it's gonna be really fast like, i don't see how it's not all right uh men's hundred slow again that's what you I'm treating what you wrote. So. Yeah, these are my these are my recaps. It's like slowish. Omanyala wins, which is which is nice. I mean, you know, Tobogo, both Blakes, not not a loaded field, but also I don't know, three of these guys could make the final. Um Yeah, Omanyala wins in 992. I mean, this is it's the same 100 meters just switching out players every week. The story is Tobogo, and we'll talk about him more when we talk about the London yes. 200. I think Tobogo can win gold in the 100. It I think he's a good sleeper pick in the 100. He was only 100th behind there. He's only 20 years old. I think he has a huge um, uh, room for growth. Like, he's got – Yeah. Because he's young. Now, could backfire the other yeah. way. Yeah, he's got he's – got He could go out in the semis, you know, or something. High sem- but yeah. he already has – he has some good experience. Ran at Worlds, like, uh, done the U20 thing. So – and the 19.5 that we'll talk about later, I think, is obviously a clue that he's really, really freaking fast. And in the 100, there is no Lyles. There is no big, big, big favorite. Everybody's sure. Everybody's been beaten uh, this year. 800. Well, actually, whatever. Let's talk about the women's, too. <laughs> yeah. Shrika Jackson looks solid. Um, and her face sums up my face at the end of that. Just shocked. Saw her. Yeah. Just, just her look. She looks up at the board after she wins. If you didn't see it, watch this race because it's kind of hilarious. Because I'm assuming she looked at where Gabby Thomas finished and was confused. I think that was jet lag or something. Like, that's just... That it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't take anything away from it, really. Because it, if she didn't, you know, run 21.5 or whatever, um, <laughs> then I'd be worried. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but, yeah. like, that was that was such a fluky kind of thing um and she was she was would, around but then she just faded and really i thought she was ne- it looked like she was well, never into it yeah i don't know it was weird and then i mean jackson you know did what she should do and mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it was weird i don't i don't but then two days later jackson goes and runs that hundred in london where she looks like she's just set to cruise control and gets that, yeah third or fourth or something so i don't third i guess uh with thomas though i She's number two still. For sure. If I, if I was setting rankings, Jackson's still number one. Thomas is still two. You're allowed to have a race like that, especially if you run as fast as you did at USA's a couple weeks ago. I think she can shake it off. Like she's a. It worries me she, just a, just the tiniest bit for for like gold, but like I'm not like out on on Gabby Thomas. Right. Yeah, I'm not out either. I like the fact that she, you know she's just focusing on the two. She's not worrying about. Well, other events other than relays, but she's got. She had a slow start to the season and then recovered. Yeah. So she's okay with taking on rough races. Not every athlete's like that. Some athletes are only run a few times, and all of them are going to be great. Other athletes are banging around a little bit like a pinball machine, and then all of a sudden, they, oh, okay, they ran the twenty-one. <laughs> she ran twenty-one-six. Right after she ran twenty two oh, that doesn't make any sense. But hey, you have good days and bad days, and if you run frequently, you're going to display those days to the public. And I think that's what happened here, combined with the fact that 
flying all the way to Europe is is tricky, and you never know when they get in. All the stuff, the margins are so tiny. You can't have a bad first half in a two hundred and go into <laughs> the locker yards. room and come back and recover and say, "Oh, okay, well, this is what the other team's doing." You have twenty one seconds to figure it out. Actually, you don't have twenty one seconds. You have probably like two seconds to figure it out, <laughs> right, yeah. and then you have the twenty seconds to live with the decisions that you made in the first two seconds. I I don't know. I've never run two hundred uh, fast, so this is not this is not the. I don't think this is more complicated than just the fact of rough race for her and Shriek is awesome and she's been awesome, but even Shriek seems to be managing her effort throughout the year. I was to say like Shriek. Yeah. It, let's it's... talk about the London hundred. Let's just, let's just jump over to London. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Go ahead. What, what do you think? Tulu wins at 1075, uh, Diener 1085, Shriek at 1094. Yeah. So I, again with Shriek, it's like, just kind of like, okay, what's, what's, what's the deal exactly? Like I said, I, I agree what's with you. Deal? It seems like she's not, you know, like, like she's, she's just, and she even said before this weekend, like, you know, what? Don't expect any fireworks. I'm just gonna. Yeah, that got all, me pumped. All eyes, fo- yeah, exactly. All eyes focused on on worlds, which I get it, but also like, I don't know, is that hard to run a hundred? Um, I, I guess the thing with at least with the hundred and Tarika still has as good a chance to win as just about anybody in that. Um, but Tolu running another ten seven has looked phenomenal. Um, then Shelly Ann. You know, I sorry to go off off track there. No, no, it's all but, good. Do it now. But runs ten eighty what ten eighty two, ten eighty three. Um in her in her openers. Uh Shikari. Like it's it's real interesting. Like I I don't know. I, I just I, I think the women's hundred is shaping up really, really good. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe maybe Sharika could, you know, just run ten six low and, and run away from everybody, but like I'm I don't feel like it's gonna be that. And I guess if if I had to pick anybody right now, it's probably Shillian Fraser Price. It's five. It's five. All five of those women could win it. I don't think the winner's going to come from outside the five. There could be a medalist from outside the five. I'm, I'm leaning towards – I I think it's Fraser Price or Jackson is, is where I would go right now, mm. but I don't. Julian Alford could win. She legitimately Maybe. could. <laughs> Maybe. It's – yeah, it's going to be really good. I, I, just, I just think it's – you know, unlike the men's where anyone can win because it might take ten ninety or nine ninety one. Mm-hmm. Like, I think yeah. the women's is going to be really fast, but I think it, it. Like you said, it's you know four or five women who can who can win it running it really really fast, and it, yeah. it could be it could be great. How fast do you think it'll need to be? That, that's a, something I was thinking about. I think it's ten six mid. Um, I just think between all of those women, like someone's going to have it just right that day. Mm-hmm. And then I think you're talking, you know, whatever, 1064 or something like that. Okay. I don't know. What do you think? Too too bold? I just, a lot of this stuff just depends on the track. and it, Yeah, it, it could be totally fluky. But I just think there, when it's that, it's one thing it's, you know, two two women who are squaring off or whatever, two guys who are squaring off. It, it could just be, yeah, that neither one had a perfect and start was bad on one and whatever. But like, I don't know, that much talent and that many people running good like I, th- I think it's gonna i think it's someone's gonna you know have an outlier type time i'm looking up the winning times for worlds um and i'm not able to here we go so eugene oregon 1067 and then sharika was 1073 
uh, Thompson hurrah was 1081. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I would take. I, I think for sure it's going to take like 107 to 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 medal. Doha. 1071 gold. Yeah. Fraser I mean, that, that feels like a low, like worst case scenario. 2017, uh, Tori Bowie, 1085. 2015, Shelly Ann, 1076. Only going to do a couple more of these. These are all worlds, <laughs> too. 2013, 1071, Fraser Price. And then 2011 was Jetter, 1090. I just the reason I want to know that is because we got two races from Fraser Price, two different on two different tracks, fairly similar <laughs> times. Yeah, eighty two and eighty three. And I know she said afterwards she's not after the second one that she's not one hundred percent, but but she could probably cut a tenth off in a month. I think so. I think if, if not more. So I mean, could, could she win it with the ten seven? Or do you I th- think- I I think worst case scenario I think it's it is like a ten seventy one ten seventy two like I, I'd be I'd be shocked if it's slower than that for gold like I think that's about as slow I mean obviously barring some crazy headwind or something else yeah and she well she could have a bad just have an off day as well too but it gives you a really good idea of where she's at when she does these two races pretty close together and but also to open your season that way like that yeah but it's July I don't. I'm- Still, she hadn't run to come into this. If she ran eleven one, it would have been over at this point in the season. If, I don't know if she if late. she if she had opened that first race and she had run like eleven oh five, I'd have been like, yeah, that seems about right. And I still would have been like, I still think she could medal. We're a month out. I don't. I know, but it's. it's I, I still think an opener, even if it's a hundred, and even if Shelly and Fraser Price has done it seven thousand times, and there's no one in history better. I still think it's like eh, it takes me a second to like get my get my groove. Yeah, but it yeah, didn't. I, I yeah I I would think that she could get at least down to ten seven. I'm I don't. I wouldn't th- be shocked at all if she ran ten six. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Just because she's run it seven thousand times. Yeah, she's done it enough times. All right, let's hop over to the men's too. We yeah. talked about the presence of Tobogo. 19-5, almost caught Noah Lyles, which is a sentence that is not said very often. Lyles Close goes like a freight train. Well, and Lyles ran the third fastest time of his life, 1947. Yeah. Zarnell Hughes, British record, put it on yeah. the board. Third in 1973. I already Hey, said, chaps, did you see that record? <laughs> blokes. I already said my piece about Tobogo and how good I think he can be. It's pretty exciting. But Lyles... It's just it's just funny to have a race play out like that, and then you look at the clock at the end and go, "Oh, okay. Well, that was a, an amazing run from him." <laughs> yeah, and and yet someone gave him that was his that was the well, I guess the yeah that was the toughest race since he lost at the Olympics, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be like? Wouldn't, I mean, the the pointing to Knighton, he caught Knighton at the very end, but that wasn't like this because that one he always seemed in command. This was he was being run down. Yeah, and I guess I wonder with with part of that, you know, I mean, if when we get to Worlds, there's obviously, there's no letting up at all. And I don't think he let up. Like, you know, Tobogo was, I could not believe how fast Tobogo closed there. That was was insane. Like, I I mean, he he came from out of the picture, basically. Right. Um, And I just, 
yeah, if anything, I'm just like kind of kind of blown away by Tobogo, even though Lyles ran 1947, and I still think Lyles is going to win gold. But um, I, I don't know. I wonder if like okay, Lyles, especially even after watching that, and I, it's, it's, I maybe and maybe it's just because I can't accept that somebody was closing that much faster than like the dude who closes faster than everybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, so maybe maybe Putting I'm, I'm hat warped on by hat. that. Right. Yeah. So I'm. So in that sense, maybe I'm thinking like, oh well, then Lyles, he didn't he didn't put on the full juice down the stretch because he had it off the turn right like he he ran a he ran a great curve he was home basically and he still ran 19.4 so he still ran extremely hard um but i wonder if there's just another gear in there or if tobogo is just i don't know i, I, I guess what was his his split <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> what he like that. i just it was so insane yeah he I didn't think he had that in him. Especially, no, especially not this year. <laughs> how? I mean, yeah. but it was I don't one know of those, how you do. It was one of those races, though, where you look up at it and you look at all the times. It's with that top three, and just all right. It just it was just a fast race, and they were doing what they had to keep up. Pretty good following wind, I think, as well, too. And there were a lot of fast times. Yeah, in one point five or something, right? Or... We yeah, we know that that track is quick, and put this group together four weeks out, five weeks out of when they're going to be racing at the world championships. It makes sense. It makes sense. It, the part that is confusing is yeah, Lyle's getting closed down on, but you go throughout the list here. I mean, the, you know, men's four wasn't fast, but the women's hundred had some quick times. Femke bowl ran what the third best time in history only behind real close to the second. <laughs> well, well, didn't she barely beat the first, the fourth though? Isn't that right? No, isn't uh, Sydney's best like fifty-one forty-two or something like that? Or am I crazy? Sydney's best, what oh, se- second best. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Sydney. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so Sydney ran fifty-one forty-one and fifty-one forty-six. So we were both right. <laughs> yeah, but I was right second, which means <laughs> whatever. The world record is fifty sixty-eight. She's still a long way from fifty sixty-eight because fifty-one forty-five. But but she, not that far. What was her fa- what was her best time before this? Fifty two thirty. Or fifty two twenty seven. No, fifty two oh three. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Okay. Do you want to take that again? Three, yeah. two, <laughs> one. Jason. Line. Fifty two twenty seven. Fifty two wait, no. Uh fifty two oh three. So <laughs> sound like Howard she, Dean. I mean, she made a <laughs> huge drop at a diamond league. Yeah. That was a Sydney like drop. I was saying <laughs> I'm not saying she's gonna set the world record this year. I don't think yeah. that's the case. But like I don't know, like 51 low, 50, 50 high is, is on the table. Well, no, I think that's, I think that might end up being her PR for this year because I mean, it's totally City, possible. City's not going to be in the race. So, and Britain's not going to be in the race. And I think she's going to have a big lead and I don't think it matters who else is in the race besides Sydney, but as great as this talent as Britain Wilson. Is. I don't think well, I'm just saying there's just, there's not going to, well, but you know, even if you don't think they're going to be there and, the last hundred, someone to take the pace out, whatever. Competition doesn't matter in the four hurdles. I don't know why you pretend like competition matters. That's the a good point. When it does not. Carson Warham literally is running right now a forty-six-six in Oslo. We don't even know what's going on. So yeah, uh, there's no point in dissecting the competition. My thing is that's a vi- that's a really healthy jump, and uh, the aforementioned comments about the track. I would be really surprised if she uh, goes quicker than that and i think it does help over the last hurdle to have someone there so i i do stand corrected it does it does help 
to have someone there. But I mean, I think down that final stretch, it, it can you know, yeah, there can just be that t- that tiniest little bit of extra. Um, like I said, I, I I'm saying more, you know, maybe it's next year, maybe whatever it is. Like I don't know, the the Sydney put it so far out there, no one could ever get it. I don't know. Femke's a year younger, and she just ran fifty one forty five. Yeah, it definitely. That's a huge chunk of it off, but. How close until we start? Is that close enough to say, oh, it's in range? I mean, I think, you know, if, if she could take a little bit more off, and whether that's this year, next year, or never, I don't know. But, like, if, if it's closer to a second than a half a second <laughs> currently, it is, but it's right next to Sydney's second best time. That is true. I mean, you can't, you know, the, say yeah. it's not. I mean, it's faster than, her, faster than her Tokyo time. Right. Just yeah. It just shows you how that, that event has evolved dramatically oh it's crazy yeah what's so the, i mean what and that's the, what was the what's the what's the fastest non-bulm sydney muhammad time <laughs> i have to scroll scroll uh 5234 5235 for yulia 16 times faster since penchico penchokina 20, 2019 how many 16 times <laughs> yeah that's ridiculous. Bull's got five of them. Sydney's got eight of them, and hold Muhammad's on a, got hold on a second. Three of them. Fifty-two twenty-four. Let's hold on. Fifty-two thirty-four. Sorry. Fifty-two thirty-four. Sorry, I'm I'm looking something up here. I'm just curious. Uh, who else has run that this year? We wouldn't even notice a fifty-two thirty-four anymore. Okay, hold on. Oh yeah, so second place is fifty three. Has anybody else run that? Probably not. Like in the fifty twos is what I'm saying. Oh, this year? Yeah, in in, in the fifty twos, yeah. No, just 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 bull. Just bull. Okay. You have the list in front of you. All right, you could have saved me a lot of time. I didn't know what you were looking oh, for. Oh, okay. Well, I mean okay, Shamir Little though, in twenty twenty one ran fifty two thirty nine. Which is it's just that's just fun to think about. Okay, if in a world where those the big three weren't there, it's like little almost got the world record in two thousand and and she got second in that race because of course because <laughs> yeah. like because this is just a cruel and unfair era to be a hurdling. But yeah, okay, I'm I'm looking at it now. It's pretty insane. Not pretty insane, Jason. It's uh yeah. It's just like I mean, it's and Sydney's a complete freak, and we know it, and how insane she is. And then Bull is like a pr- doing a pretty good impression right now. Yeah, hundred percent. So Van Niekerk won again. Nagus ran three thirty, got a win. Yeah, that Nagus Nagus win. I mean, he's you know he's a medal favorite at this point. Mm, medal favorite. It's just such a toss-up after Jakob. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's obviously Jakob, but like, I don't know. I, I like is public. Who money. else would you say? Who else would you pick over him right now? He went to Notre Dame, right? A lot of public money comes in on Notre Dame, doesn't mm, it? That's a good point. Yeah, it's a national brand. Yeah, he came Nick in. This is an international brand because of his fame around the world. So, <laughs> who else would I put over him right now? Yeah. Nah, it's a, that's a really good question. I just yeah. don't think, no one's run better than him this year, besides. The obvious. The obvious. The Ingebrigtsen. <laughs> I think you're right. You talk. That's why I just think it. he's. I think he's. I think he's a 
metal favorite. Not a, not not a metal lock or anything like that. But I think if if you if you had to, you know, really you know just uh, no odds involved. If you had to put money on somebody to to metal outside of Jakob, I, I think he would be my my first pick. Sure. Yeah. You t- you won. You won this round. Yes. Uh, women's five, and then we'll move on. Yeah. Well, women's eight. We should talk about Keeley scratched. Yeah. Got sick. Uh, Gemma Riki one fifty seven. Came through for the Brits though. You know. Running at home. Yeah. Uh, Holly ran thirteen low again. Women's five though was was fast fast. With yes. Uh, with uh, Sagai leading the way fourteen twelve. Chibet fourteen twelve. Sifan Hassan fourteen thirteen. Uh, down in fifth, Alicia Monson, 14-19, an American record. Hey, man, did you see that record? No, not a world, but an American record. Maybe it was a world record, too. It was the best performance by an American citizen or a relay team composed of American citizens and an athletics event within the United States or abroad. Hey man, did you see that American record? It's a great day when you have the second playing of the American record song. Uh, what overall? What did you think of this race? I mean, you could look at it from the American angle. You could look at it from the Stefan Hassan angle, or also the woman who won, Sagai, and her ability to take down Faith Kipiegon in Budapest. Yeah, that's. I think that's the most interesting. I mean, Monson, that's amazing. I mean, fourteen nineteen, but you finish fifth. Um, but it's still obviously an incredible time, but yeah, I think I just more think of it like for the 5,000, um, at worlds, you know, like, yeah, like I said, if you're a guy, I mean, you have the impossible feat in the 15. So, yeah, I don't think, I don't so think you, you sign up for that. I think you pass that. Yeah. So you just go, Hey, okay, let me try to win the five. Granted, you're she's basically... there. She's there too, <laughs> but at least maybe you have a shot. Um, you know, Hassan's a second back, but I wouldn't, you know, you can't count her out. You bet. Like, I just, this again, this women's 5,000 is, is going to be so good. Has anybody ever tried to intentionally walk somebody in track and field? Intentionally walk somebody? Yeah, basically concede the gold medal. Like, all the women in the women's 1,500 should walk up to the line, and then what's the <laughs> signal? What's the signal for intentional walk? Now, you don't have to actually throw the pitches. Yes, that's right, yeah. You what do just, you do, you though? Just, you uh, is it, something? Yeah, is it just, do you put up the four? Is that all it is? Okay, yeah. And that works because it's almost four laps. You should put up the four, and then they just go and get to, they run another event. And then, like, AI, <laughs> AI determines, not Allen Iverson, but AI determines their places. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. I was sixth. Sweet. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to get, I'm going to intentionally walk Faith Kipiegon and not get embarrassed. <laughs> and then she comes back for the five. But like, right. Kipiegon has to run it. And because Faith Kipiegon is Faith Kipiegon, she'll go out and run 352. That's yeah. the thing. Is like, yeah, there's no scenario where I don't think where she runs 355. No, no. Like, no, it's just, I just don't think that's in her, you know, her DNA, especially right. right now. She goes for it. She's awesome. But like, yeah, you're just intentionally walking Faith Kipiegon. Like, there's no challenge. So, yeah, you see that one, you you go, you live to fight another day in the 
in the five. Hassan's interesting because she's a marathoner now, but she's also Safan yeah. Hassan. But I don't – I think the 1,500 is gone. Yes, her. I agree. So the, the – Also, she'd just get dominated. By uh, Kipiega. Right. I don't she, think she could beat Sagai either, but – I don't – and I – it's just tough to train for the marathon and the 1500. Yeah, and that's the thing. She could have, of course. Like I said, I would have loved to see. I, I even I think Prime Hassan loses to Kipiagon in the 15 at this point. But do you know? Do you know who trains for the marathon and the 1500 at the same time in the history of the world at all levels of running? Safan Hassan. Oh. Well, literally, literally nobody. But other yeah, people, there's not even some. It's not even. No one even considered it. There's not even some stupid junior on your Division Two college cross country team who just does random running challenges for fun all the time who's a 1500 meter runner and then all, like two months later runs a marathon even that guy doesn't do it yeah and that guy does everything he's like oh, let's do the milk mile You're like, what? <laughs> okay cool billy we get it like you, classic like, billy yeah you have to torture yourself and i'm lactose intolerant so like stop rubbing it in my face already okay uh Monson, awesome, fourteen nineteen American record. Let's keep rolling though. Um, Mondo lost. Did you yeah. Talk about that, we we didn't talk about That's that right. yet. Um, I only have one question to ask you. Yeah. And I think you might know what it is. Is Three he done? Words. Is he done? <laughs> I mean, he got he got dominated. It was yeah. you know I don't Blood know how you I don't there. know how you bounce back from this. I guess uh, is yeah. my thing. Um, Got to pack it in. Pack yeah. up your poles. It's tough to pack it in a pole vault too. That's a it lot. It takes of work. a while. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like it, that would be that might be the most the most frustrating part if you had a bad day pole vaulting though. Yeah, like because yeah. you still have to pack up your stuff and that takes a long time. And what's worse, a bad day pole vaulting or a bad time camping and you have to pack up your tent and it's, oh. raining, and it's raining. I don't like all those little poles. Then you it's break so... them apart and you're folding them together. That's just annoying. Yeah. Now imagine that, but your pole is. Much larger. That's a good point. But also, I guess they don't have a little, like elasticy. I haven't done a tent in a while. Do they still have the little elasticy things? In that's them? that's what I'm picturing. Uh, there's probably, uh, you know, I'm sure that still exists, but there's probably other stuff too. I yeah, I haven't been camping in, in quite a long time. I, you know, I, you're I not love. A, you're not a big camping guy. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would do it, but you know, if 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 you really want to, you know, get me on a in a the woods or something, give me a cabin, and you know, I just love a cabin. Yeah, cabins are good. Yeah, there's a lot of people who think they're gonna like camping might have the biggest delta between i thought i was gonna like that and mm. i didn't actually like that yeah i think i just like the sitting by the fire having a beer and and you know yeah with your friends kind of part of it more right. than anything yeah i'm good i haven't done it i don't forever. need to sleep on the ground i've had That's, back surgery like i'm just yeah <laughs> you shouldn't you you're like the you're going to get the doctor from the Dick Fosbury era to write you a, uh, a note, a doctor's note, excuse me for camping, saying he might, children everywhere with back injuries might might die because Jason is uh, laying on the ground. I haven't gone since I have had kids, so I kind of want to do it with them just to, mm. just, yeah. just like a fun thing. But when I've done it before, it's a one night, maybe two nights. And that's yeah. it. The people who go for longer than that, uh, it's that's like stretching it. But yeah, I also don't want to buy all the stuff and then it's it can be expensive. Yeah, yeah. And it, I have some go, buddies who do it, and you know, I've almost gone a few times. And you know, like I said, if the right scenario, but yeah, like I said, just give me a cabin. I'm 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 all in for that. Yeah, 
Or maybe something in between. Like a... Camper? Well, they have those... I was at Costco the other day. Yeah. And, and they have the things where the tent, like, attaches to the back of your car. Like, you pop the hood up on your car. Oh. And it covers it. This. And then you have the air mattress that, so you can lay Okay. I, I mean, you, I you, need a, you need a car with a... Like, you need a truck or... Like, yeah, yeah, an no, S- not... Or the SUV. Kia is not going to handle that, I don't think. But no, yeah. not your Kia. Your Kia would not. Your Kia is for Blake Griffin to dunk over. It's not to, it's to dunk sleep. over. It's a record podcast on the way to weddings. It's for some things, but not others. Wait, that's just, you still have that car, huh? You're right. Absolutely. So that car's at least ten years and one day old because yes, that's right. Year, yeah, you just passed the ten year anniversary. Congrats. I did. I did. It's the Kia anniversary, so I actually got my wife a Kia. <laughs> <laughs> this is. This episode is sponsored by Kia. <laughs> uh, I forgot where we were going with that. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Totally forgot. That's but okay. We were camping. We were outside. Why do, how do we get to camping? We'll never know. It's already, <laughs> it's it's already no lost idea. in my head. Again, since I'm, a, since I'm a parent, I can no longer I got no excuses. Anything. Yeah. You, well, you have a Kia. It's kind of like That's having true. a That's <laughs> true. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's – I don't know. I think it's both. Oh, we talk about Mondo losing and the That's polls. right. Packing the pole. Okay. okay. Wow. That was a journey. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't our best. Yeah, so Mondo's done. That's my answer. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? But Force. cool for those three guys to get to say they beat Mondo to Planets, right? Well, Nilsson already beat – Nilsson beat him in NCAAs. Remember? I mean, that's true. Mondo 0-1 yeah. in NCAA championships. That's a good point. But John Obina and, and Curtis Marshall – yeah, shout out to Congrats, them. guys. Okay, let's go to email. How's it run at gmail.com? Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Noah. Which Noah, you ask? Noah from New York, formerly of Greater Boston, checking in. Drink. Uh, while observing Sam Parsons have a public existential crisis over whether he'll get into the 5,000 on Instagram stories... It got me thinking about how a combo of the world champs uh, country limit and many countries' trial systems can often leave some of the world's best at home. I'm thinking of Telehoon Haile Bekele, who ran 12.42 and might not compete. George Mills, who ran 3.31 and is definitely out. Sage Hurt at Klecker. Go on down the line. Just how sports like the NBA have introduced the play-in and MLB has added the wild card, is there an opportunity to add intrigue around the last runners in who might be shut out due to their nationalities alone? Should we get some entertainment out of these last couple spots instead of confusion? So here's the idea after you fill the fields before this meet with a target number minus two. Put the meet in a dead spot 10 days before world starts where all the athletes with births are training and not racing. Every event up to 5K is one section, one final. Fill each race with a combo of the highest ranked and fastest timed athletes. Top two in the race get in, no exceptions. Athletes are only allowed in one event, and athletes must have competed in their country's trials, if applicable. Wondering what you guys think of this. I think the do-or-die nature and the fact that some countries are completely loaded in events means you could have some really good matchups. While the meet won't have the big superstars primarily, you would have the occasional Fred Curley situation, and you'd have a bunch of really strong runners from countries who run super deep in an event. Uh, Great Britain men's 800-1500, U.S. women's uh, 100 hurdles and 800, Kenya, yeah, he lists a bunch of them. I think the resulting fields would probably be Commonwealth Tour Gold level. I think it means Continental Tour Gold level. If not better, and the stakes on the line would be compelling as well. That is Noah. That's one of the best ideas I've ever heard. 
yeah, I love this. This and is I, so good. Like never, I can't. We've never talked. This is like it's so rare to get a unique idea. I'd never a, heard a, this. A, like a unique tweak to track that isn't a just a play on something from the Space Jam franchises or movies, or B a play on something from American Gladiators, or C completely unfeasible or something we've talked about a million times. I yeah. love I love this idea. This is so good. This is perfect. This because you nailed this, it, Noah. Well, this could this could actually work because yeah, what we're talking about when we're talking about shifting from every country getting to participate to just the best people, then you're got having to figure out okay, well, how do I formulate a system where the twenty four best people go? This is sort of embracing the chaos, wild card, play in all that stuff of hey, it's not gonna be perfect. They'll come up with a, and hell, you don't even need a formula. Just have Seb Co or us decide. Yeah. Like we get to pick. There's a committee. Committees are fun. And the committees get to the committees pick. It's a wild card situation. The amount of athletes, and then let's go. And that's it. You yeah, might have missed I, it because of sickness. You might have missed it because of your country is deep, whatever it may be. Let's do it. Your country just made a dumb choice sometimes. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think this is this is this is like it's a perfect idea. No, you you nailed it, man. Yeah, this is the rare track perfect idea. Next up, Matt from Matt. Matt didn't put his where he's what? Come oh on, Matt. man, Matt, you've written in before. <laughs> what? Is, come on, man. I use this as an ex- example of why consider. Okay, the subject line. Let me back up here. Which two hundred is more impressive? Okay. I use this as an example of why consistent meet schedules should exist, especially for championship meets. So he's comparing two athletes, Michael Johnson in 1996 and Noah Lyles in 2022. Mm. So Michael Johnson in the 200-meter heats, 2055 on July 31st. Also on July 31st, the quarterfinal in 2037. Semifinals on August 1st. That's the next day, 2027. And then finals, 1932 on August first so he did the semis and the finals on the same day uh lyles he went 98 62 31 but it was july 18th july 19th and then july 21st i didn't realize there was a whole day off between yeah i totally forgot about that well 1931 is technically better than 1932 we can treat these as equivalent given that four races in two days is definitely a different challenge than three races over four days with a rest day before the final i will not disagree with that he says uh more impressive, Michael Johnson had already run four rounds of the 404 days just prior to this, July 26, 27, 28, 29. Yeah, the four rounds. Ra- I old, think that's kind of what I, yeah. The old way of four rounds of the quarter is tough. Uh, fun fact, Otto Bolden received a bronze in the 296. Was this the birth of his no easy doubles thought? <laughs> Good, great question. Yeah, the cumulative toll of races in a championship is and the amount of rest is a huge part that doesn't get talked about much. And because, as Matt says, and if we talked about before, you don't have a standardized schedule, it makes comparing performances difficult. And you'd think track, which is so obsessed with tradition and being able to compare things across championship meets and even across eras, would want to create a somewhat of a level playing field. Now, that doesn't mean, hey, we're going to eliminate a round because this – thing has become obsolete or doesn't make any sense anymore for the fans or the athletes but at least kind of be in the ballpark don't go from doing a quarter a first round and a quarter on one day and then the very next day a semi and a final and then remixing it to 
18, 19th, and then 21st. That's totally different. That's a total. That's the same distance, but that's a totally different event. I guess it's more distance from running it, but I mean the actual distance that you're running is the same. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you got my point. No, for sure, and it's yeah. I mean, it, it, obviously they're both incredible, but yeah, I, I'm going to give the edge to to MJ with the uh, 43:49 he ran a couple days beforehand. Um, you know, it just yeah. 96 Michael Johnson tough tough to beat but yeah. uh technically no Lyles got faster so that's all that uh all that really matters Jason rescinding American records tonight on the pod yeah sorry it. absolutely love it. it's out uh Marshall from St. Louis formerly of Iowa drink stump Sully this oh nice you ready yep let me get ready to google Sorry about the hiatus on Stump Sully. I'm back with another question this week. What was the finishing order, top three, at the Doha 2019 World Championship for the Women's 1500? And what was the margin of victory? Oh, wow. A little bonus. All the best. That is Marshall. Okay. See, when he writes this stuff in, it makes me think there's a twist on the question. That Right. Yeah, that's a little tougher. So I start overthinking things, which is difficult for me. Because I'm already over an overthinker, but then, as Eminem once said, I think in was it Eight Mile that he said you can't outsmart a smartass, or maybe that's just in one of his songs. Mm. I'm sort of double negating, negativing it, and I'm overthinking an overthinker. So I'm going to say that Stefan Hassan won that race, Jason. You are correct. I'm going to say Faith Kipyegon got second. You are correct. And I'm going to say Gudaf Sagai got third. You are correct. And I'm going to say the margin of victory was. Four point one seconds. Two point two seven. Okay, I got a little aggressive on that. So Kipiegon ran three fifty three. Kipiegon ran three fifty four point two, and Hassan was three fifty one point nine nine five. Wait, three fifty one point nine, and five. then yeah, and then three fifty four point two two. It was pretty pretty damn fast still, and that was her first oh, championships back after yeah she had yeah that was birth. that was still amazing um. So do I get credit for that? I guess I was a that little was, off. No, yeah, that was no, that, that's a, that's a win. Um, I got a know, little aggressive. Four seconds margin victory. of victory. You knew, but you knew it was a blowout. Blowout, total blowout. That, I mean, that's that's. I think that you know, calling the top three and knowing it's a blowout. That's that's like a, you you got like a nine out of ten on that. Okay. Come on, Marshall, keep them coming. Right, I like it. My favorite day of the week is the stump Sully day when I see that in the inbox and I know, ah, man, I can't Google that. I'm not allowed to. <laughs> I have integrity. All right, last one here from Noah. Yeah. Actually, this one's long. We're going to hold this one. Um, what is this one about? Oh, what he learned about ultramarathoning, which is good. Oh. And then Marshall wrote in, did you read that Let's Run article about I did. training? Yeah, yeah. He wrote it, just pass it along. People should read it. It's an interesting article. It's basically like, hey, I just work out. Hours and hours and hours. It boggles the mind. If you think Warholm's racing style is insane, <laughs> his workouts, what was he doing? 60 meter like repeats for like an hour when they broke it down. Yeah, there was the like 30 of them or something. Like yeah, <laughs> and then it's like one minute rest in between. And then every, f- every five reps, there's a five minute rest break. And he's just at the track forever. He's warming up forever. I don't, he maybe takes a lunch break and then continues. Yeah, usually when I'm doing lunch, that means the workouts ended a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. 
that's 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 gonna be it for me. Because I don't want to run after I eat this burrito that I just yeah. earned by running. I don't think he's eating burritos. No, there's no way. Uh, yeah, check out the article if you haven't. Um, all right, we'll leave it there. I'll read Noah's. We'll read Noah's next week, and we we'll also want to talk about the Chicago Marathon fields next week because those got released. We have a little bit of time before the World Championships start. There's not many meets coming up at all. So there's some low-key stuff, but basically it's preview time. So we can talk about Chicago Marathon. Kelvin Kiptoon's running it for the on the men's side of things. We already knew Siphon was running it for the for the women. So we can we can touch more on that and dive into those fields and we'll cover any other news. But I think we covered just about everything we're gonna cover in this show. Uh anything you wanna add, Jace? No, man, after all that, it's just barely over an hour. I it feels like we've been talking for two hours because we basically have. But, uh, yeah, I guess we went out too fast, and then we sort of it's faded. classic, you know. It's classic going out a little too fast, but uh, no, yeah, we still. I feel like we covered everything. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm looking hitting. through the notes. I mean, women's high hurdles in Monaco fast. Niali is twelve three zero. She might That's... be the. Is she? Is she the? Still behind Camacho Quinn, but not by I'd, much. I'm guessing. I'd put her behind Camacho Quinn, but yeah, she she might be right there. And then, but Kenny Harris ran twelve thirty one there too. Um, yeah, photo which, finish. Kenny Harrison, you know, I wouldn't pick her to win gold, um, but she's a good chance to middle. Yeah, and then we talked about Holloway, right? The thirteen oh one. Talked about Holloway thirteen oh one. So he's, I mean, he's on a in a good cha- uh, good uh, track there. Um, there was some fast eight hundreds, so that was cool. Um, and Van Men's Kirk won, but it was yeah, Men's eight hundred. Um, Van Kirk won, but you know, not fast. Kind of a field he should have beat, but he did. So it's good enough for me. Bolt did an interview with World Athletics. Quote, I think I'm leaning to maybe coach one day. <laughs> End quote. I think I'm leaning to maybe. I think he's going to be a, a coach in like as a figurehead, but not actually doing the grind. You know, he'll, he'll pop in every once in a while. Do a, do a good quote, a little, little, little tip here and there. But I can't see him out there every day, you know. Well, he didn't watch. like being out there. He exactly. That's that I just. I don't think that's his. Like I don't think that's his style. Which, which is fine. He's Usain Bolt. He doesn't have to do anything ever again. Um, but yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't see him. Uh, all right, man. It's five a.m. Let's get up. Get that early run going. Yeah, he wouldn't be a Roy Kent type coach. He'd be more. I'm gonna write this down and pass along. I like the. I just like that quote. I think I'm leaning to maybe <laughs> coach. <laughs> hedge the hedge on the hedge on the hedge it's the hats on hats on hats at that point i just i i guess i gotta watch the entire interview it's gotta be listen he accomplished a lot and he has a great life uh i'm, I'm assuming he has a great life i don't know his life but it's gotta be tough to adjust to his current situation yeah yeah no i th- i mean i think yeah you're out of the i mean you're not out of the spotlight because you're saying you saint bolt so you're still in the spotlight in that sense, but you're not like competing and, and having that kind of thing. Um, I would love to, now they did the doc when he was competing and uh, the, I am bolt, I think was that what it was called? We talked about it in the, on yeah, the yeah, it I was good. It was name, good. But... It was, yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good behind the scenes stuff. I would love to see the doc now. Of what yeah. Not when he's going to make an appear, like he was in Paris doing promotion stuff for what a lot of people do that for the Olympics and everything. I want to see the day to day. Like, does he go to the store 
in Jamaica? Because he's I mean, living in yeah, Jamaica. Yeah, he's the most still. famous Jamaican of all time, right? I mean, so it's he's one of the most famous people on the planet. Yeah, and he's just and he's living in in Jamaica, and I'm assuming he's just sort of going about his business. I know he's involved in music and he's got a lot of other business ventures, but I just would love to see what the day to day is. Right? He's a he's a father now. He's got you know got that going on. Little got bolts me. running around. Yeah. Yeah. So so. I think, this is my guess. I don't know if this is true. Maybe he says this in the interview before he says, I think I'm leaning to maybe coach. <laughs> I think he has a, like, the, one of the more normal existences of a global sports icon that we've ever seen. Ooh, interesting. That's, that's my hunch. Don't know I wouldn't be true. surprised. And that's why I'm choosing right now to announce that I'll actually be traveling to Jamaica for the first <laughs> in a nine-part series. <laughs> Where I try to figure out what his day is like. I just think it's – he was at uh, – he posted this thing on Instagram. He was at his godson's like youth soccer game. Or I, he posted a video from his godson's youth soccer game. So maybe he wasn't there. Maybe he got the video from somebody else. But it was like me going to my daughter's soccer game. Like it was that level. Like the fields were just regular – like a park. And he's just there on a Saturday watching eight, nine, ten-year-olds play soccer. That's what he was doing. And maybe he goes, maybe he didn't actually go and he's got the video. Maybe he's there every week. I don't know. But the fact that that's even on the table is a testament to the fact that I think he's living as normal a life as you could given his fame. He's ridiculously famous. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, like I said, he's world famous, but like in Jamaica, he's God level. But I mean, see, like, here's that's, the thing. You know. here's, sorry to interrupt, but here, here's the thing. If he just keeps going about his business, are people just going to get over at a certain point? Like, oh, hey, Usain. How yeah, like how big, is the, how big is the city where it's like you see – yeah, you've, you've seen him for the 30th time. You still go, oh, that's – yeah, like you said, it's more like, hey, Bolt. Cool. As opposed to like, oh, my God, this is – I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, like are you going to get a selfie with him every day? At a certain right. point, if he just – the anecdote to all this – it's just him being out and about all the time. So then the like, novelty. Yeah, he goes to my gym. I see him all the time. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's cool. Isn't that what they said? Like, paparazzi? Like, the way to get rid of him? I don't know if this actually works. It's just, you, if you're out a lot, because then it's not, the demand is lower. Because there's mm. just an endless supply of pictures of celebrity X, Y, or Z. You're just out there all the time. It's like, okay, well, yeah, that person just goes about their business. But now I guess with like f- cameras and stuff, people then just like would go up and try to interview you on the street. So it wouldn't just be photos. It would be video and stuff. I think um, it was Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter, who said he would wear, he wore the same shirt over and over and over. So they only got pictures of him. Like it was in the same outfit. <laughs> so that way they, they wouldn't publish him because it was like, Oh, he's just wearing the same thing as last time. And it just seems like it was the same thing. And I was like, that's kind of brilliant. <laughs> Oh, Harry, man. Harry. Killing it. Took out the sorting hat. Figured out what's what. <laughs> that was that was the outfit, was the sorting hat. Um, <laughs> well, so that would be hilarious. What if he just dresses a wizard every time he went out? And then, and then when someone yelled, you know, TMZ, whoever yells in the car, he just was like... Expelliarmus! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Luminous Maximus! <laughs> Totally in 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 character the entire time. I love it. All right. Well, if you're in Jamaica, 
and you know the answer to this question. Yeah, if you're fr- if you're friends with Bolt, write in. Um, let us know how it is. I would love to. I would love to hear about it. Clearly, though, he's, and the other reason is he's like, he's keeping up with the sport. He's paying attention to things that are going on. Clearly, because he saw Gordon's prediction, which a lot of you know people. You never know when that someone stuff... sends it to him for sure, right? Like, or mo- a thousand people send it to him. I no, guess. No, I think the... he listened to us in the pod. He's a I'm subscriber, longtime fan. You saying in Jamaica? Hey, Bolt, switch over to House of Run, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, I, he's probably listened to both. That's how he found out about it. Um, you're right. It probably gets sent to him, but then he put the clip of Gordon saying that in a song, <laughs> right? You remember hearing that. Yeah, right? which yeah. is incredible. So, yeah, yeah he, he took it to the next Probably level. Gordon's greatest accomplishment, right? 100%. Yeah. Not even close. Which number, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of that. Like, that would be mine as well. You know. Streets ahead of number two. I don't even yes. know what number number two would be. But that just, yeah, he's just, like, paying attention to that. And just, that's a very normal, it's, it's funny. It's like a normal guy sensibility. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh. This, this I would Joker? 100% do. So I mean, like, I you know, I'm not writing yeah. music or anything like that. But, like, I would absolutely be, like, clowning people who are, you know, saying stuff yeah. about me if I was if I was that level of famous. Because yeah. I just think it would be fun. Yeah, and he's got time on his hands, and he's got the, he's passionate about the music thing, so he puts it... Yeah, it's just... But that's, that's the way cooler thing, is to write a song, like, to put, put it in music. Like... I'm not anti Kevin Durant, but like, dude, getting the burners and like battling yeah. people that way is no good. But like being Usain Bolt and being like, okay, let me just send this out as me and then put it in a song. That's like a next level of just cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's laughing at it. Yeah. All right, we're good. Yeah. Email address: houseofmargmail.com. Thanks everybody for listening and for writing in. We'll be back uh, hopefully earlier next week, maybe. A- Tuesday or Wednesday recording time. So right in before then, we will see you then. Jessica Ennis, I think I'm leaning to maybe seeing you guys next week.